Welcome to the Mind Body Breakthroughs podcast, where we bring you amazing guests on the cutting edge of science, health, and business each week to share strategies that you can use to get the breakthrough you're looking for in your life. I'm your host, Dr. Nevada Gray. Joining me is my co-host, Chris Donahue. We're glad that you're joining us today. If you are enjoying our podcast, we invite you to hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. We love hearing from you. The views expressed on the Mind Body Breakthroughs podcast are the opinions of the hosts and guests and are not to be taken as medical advice, as the hosts and guests do not provide medical care. Information is provided for educational purposes only. You should consult your medical provider in relation to your own personal health and prior to making any changes in your diet and fitness. Brian Wiley is a certified health coach who works for Dr. Tro's Medical Weight Loss in direct primary care. He has struggled with food addiction and battled with obesity for most of his life, being advised with mainstream approaches as his solution, along with the standard eat less, move more, resulting in minimal or no success and eventual weight regain. In 2009, he reached his highest weight of 265 pounds. His doctor advised and encouraged him to take medications after his blood glucose, blood pressure, and cholesterol reached dangerous levels at the age of 35. His commitment to a low-carb lifestyle resulted in a 100-pound weight loss, and he was able to reverse his abnormal health markers, improving his heart health and avoiding type 2 diabetes. Brian has maintained his weight loss for 12 years, stating, I see people every day on social media and in real life, and they're struggling. They're going through the same struggles of food addiction, unhealthy eating patterns, and unsuccessful dieting, like I did. Even 12 years later, the same advice is given out, but the situation is getting worse. I want to serve as an example that this approach can be successful. It is not a fad. It is a healthy long-term lifestyle solution. Thank you so much for listening today. Be sure to subscribe and share with a friend who will find value. For additional support, visit Dr. Tro's Weight Loss Support Group on Facebook. Link in the show notes. Miley, how are you tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I read your blog regarding defenses to get through the holidays. So I wanted to invite you on because I know this is a topic that many of us are struggling with uh, because during the holidays, uh, which can be the number one cause of people abandoning their diets and all of that hard work that they put in from January right up to Halloween uh, starts going out the window because many of us just start losing control around this time. Uh, for one reason or another. And I thought you wrote an amazing blog that has applicable strategies that people can use so that they can stay on track during the holidays. Because this is a, a holidays are always stressful, but it's extra stressful this year because we're in the middle of a pandemic. So I, I really appreciate your blog. Um, so thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate you saying those kind words and for having me tonight. So I wanted to start out because you have a very inspiring story of your own. And I was just wondering if you could share your journey uh, for our listeners before we start 
on what we can do uh, and to set up our defenses for the holidays. All right. Yeah. So just a little bit about me and my journey. Um, I was the type of person who I wait for pretty much my entire life, except for maybe a few years as a young kid and in high school. But as um, soon as high school was over, um, the weight started creeping up over the next several years. And I would try different things, um, but the loss would be minimal and short-lived. Um, the eat less, move more, calories in, calories out, low-fat advice was just impossible to stick to. Um, I really, It really had no effect on my hunger or weight loss. So once I got in my 30s, um, I got to the point where I just kind of accepted the fact that I must not be capable of losing weight and just figured it must be genes or um, something like that. And um, even though I was active um, and tried to balance what I ate, at about the age of 35, I found myself my at my heaviest weight, around 260 to 265 pounds. Um, I was also at my unhealthiest, all my lab values were boarding on being on the higher range. And I got to the point where my doctor, every time I go to my annual visit, was suggesting, thinking about taking meds for like my cholesterol, blood sugar, and kind of wasn't in a good place. So um, later that year in 2008, kind of around the Christmas time, um, my wife decided the first of the year she was going to try low carb for a workplace competition. And I hadn't tried low carb before, so I decided I'd try it. Give, you know, weight loss one more try and, and also to help support her. So in January 2009, I adopted that low carb lifestyle. And long story short, by early 2010, I'd lost 100 pounds. My numbers were finally, you know, in good range. I was feeling better than I'd felt in years. And 12 years later, I haven't looked back. That's amazing. And it's so inspiring. Uh, I've been following you on Twitter for quite some time. And uh, I'm just very inspired by your story. And I know our listeners will be too. I wanted to get to these defenses. Um, because in your blog, you have a what's called a Swiss cheese model of defense. And there's mm -hmm. several defenses that we can use to stay on track. Because I personally don't like the word diet. I like the word lifestyle. So right. we spend all this time creating this lifestyle and then Halloween happens and we see all this candy and we just start spiraling and, and getting off track. And th this happens for a lot of people. So if this is happening to you. You're not alone. I just want people right. to know that. So you have listed the first defense is awareness. So can you walk us through that defense and some examples? Sure. Um, I did first. I wanted to tell people that may not know this about me, but um, I'm a health coach and personal trainer for Dr. True. And actually, Dr. True uses the six-point Swiss cheese model of defense in his practice. So kind of my whole inspiration for this holiday survival guide thing that I made here was um, inspired by that model that we use in the practice. So yeah, um, like number one is awareness. And this is the first defense. Um, we like to teach clients that there are so many factors that we know about that um, impact our hunger, like stress, sleep, hormones. Like you mentioned earlier, earlier, 
But for the holidays, we need to be especially aware of the problem places, times, and situations that can derail us, um, especially since the holidays can already cause stress and affect sleep on their own. And like you say, we're in the middle of a pandemic here. So that's kind of complicating things with seeing family, not seeing family. You know, a lot of decisions are having to be made and hard decisions that um, it's kind of contributing to the stress and probably affecting sleep. But um, I think we I think we need to understand during the holidays where we're going to be walking into several situations where every food that got us in trouble and we have trouble restricting is going to be everywhere. It's going to be like in our face all the time. And it's hard enough to resist these foods to begin with, especially if you're just starting out. But um, when you in, when you add in all those other factors like stress, peer pressure, um, being in a comfort zone, and you know sometimes even boredom, it can really make resisting these um, high-carb foods very difficult. And um, that's why it it makes the next offense we're going to talk about um, very, very important. Yes, I think awareness is key, especially um, trigger points uh, that we may have to fall off track. And the next defense is preparation. So what do you have for us on preparation? I said, to me, this is one of the most important steps. Um, But the great thing about the holidays is we pretty much know when they are, where we're going, what the situation is like. And we know what foods we'll be facing that we have the issues with. Um, This is actually really a a huge advantage because it helps us defense against walking into those situations that where we know willpower alone is not going to be enough. Um, The great thing is we already know traditionally there will be plenty of meats, cheese, deviled eggs, vegetables, and stuff like that. And... um, it's the foods that we know we have issues with that we need to prepare for. So a um, little tip I like to use on that is, so some of the strategies I would use for preparation is um, pretty simple. I would first tell family and friends or wherever you plan on going, um, just let simply ask the host wherever you're going what they're serving and if you can bring a dish. Um, then make something you know that will get you through and help you avoid foods that you know you may have a problem with. It's it's polite to ask, but I would bring something regardless. You know, if they if they say say so or not. Um, another strategy we like to use. Um, if you're not comfortable asking the host, or you know, just bringing something, thinking you know they'll make fun of it because it's low carb or whatever, is actually eat or fill up before you go. Um, maybe keep something low carb in the car you can go to just in case, you know, you're you're going in there, you're trying the willpower out and it fails. And instead of going for the cake, just excuse yourself, go to the car and maybe, maybe have that and try to get through. Um, one of the last tips I have on preparation too is I like to avoid alcohol because for most of us, it actually does drive us to eat more, and it and it actually will lower our defenses, because I can't tell you how many times I let alcohol talk me into thinking, 
oh, I can moderate just a couple of chips and salsa while he's out at a Mexican restaurant. And three baskets later, you know, I'm realizing that it wasn't a good idea. Yes, that combination for myself, I know I definitely overeat, especially if I'm going to have a glass or two uh, of wine and also eating before you go too, um, so that you have that full sensation. Mm -hmm. Uh, The food is not as appealing, but for people that struggle with food addiction and carb addiction, uh, which, which is a real thing, a lot of people struggle with that. I think that's a great tip, having something um, that you can have out in your car um, if you're tempted or to bring your own dish so you know that there is um, something to eat. Those are definitely great tips. Um, And then that brings us to self-advocacy because there is a lot of peer pressure and especially when you're following a certain lifestyle or you may be following a special diet, for example, a lot of people follow ketogenic diets for uh, medical reasons. It's it becomes almost like you have to defend yourself um, for what you're doing, and then there's the peer pressure uh, for the food that's around you. So I was just wondering, what's your advice uh, for how we can handle that? How we can advocate for ourselves? Yeah, especially during the holidays, self advocacy is something a lot of people have a hard time doing because. They don't want to offend the host by not eating what they made. They they don't really want to look like they're eating different in front of family and friends. <clears throat> or they just don't like conflict of any kind. Um, this is one reason I say in the preparation phase is to let people know what you're doing up front. Um, it serves two purposes, really. Um, the first, first one, there's no surprises. And you can get a feel of the situation you're walking into um, and can plan accordingly. Like you tell them up front, you're doing this, that, and the other. You know, they may drop hints, like they may make fun of you on the phone, or you might get a comment or something that cues you, you know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to need to advocate for myself when I go here. Um, And the second is you may actually be surprised at how supportive family and friends can be. And, you know, that can actually take some of the pressure off. It can be a relief from some of the stress of wondering what the situation is going to be like. You know, if you, you know, just call ahead or contact and see what's going on. Um, I hope most of your listeners don't have to deal with too much negativity during the holidays, but um, it does happen. And it's something I would prepare for just in case. Um, A tip I like to use to prepare yourself is just tell yourself, remember why you're doing this and know that it's not worth having a setback just because someone wants you to give in and give you a hard time for wanting to eat healthy. Um, I also find it helpful to have a prepared statement. Um, you can have, you can have something polite to say, you know, you can say something like, I had to do this to avoid taking medication, or you can say my doctor recommended I lose some weight to get healthier, so I decided to make a change in the foods I was eating. Or you can just say something simple as I found my body doesn't agree with these foods. Um, Because I know it's, those are like some little simple things you can say just to kind of hopefully get the negativity to move on if it is happening. And um I know it sucks, you know, we 
because we don't really owe anybody an explanation for why we're doing what we're doing. But um, understand family and friends. That's the way they poke and they, they want to do this. So those would probably be some of the tips I would would give to kind of self-advocate for yourself during the holidays. Yes, those are great tips, um, especially letting people know your why, because in letting people know your why, it kind of reinforces that to yourself. Why am I doing this? And then some people within my own family, when I had my transformation, they got curious. So they wanted to learn uh, more about that. And I would always bring Mm -hmm. a keto dish and nine times out of 10, especially if I baked something that was keto. Um, the comments that I would get was, wow, I never would have known that this was keto or this tastes really good. Um, and can I get the recipe? So sometimes you get really surprised with stuff like that. And another thing that I would do was I would put a before and after as my screensaver. So it would be a reminder to myself how hard I worked and I kind of kept that in front of me. Uh, when I'd be out in social situations where I might be tempted or um, have peer pressure. Uh, so th- those were some tips that I that I used too because um, that brings us to community support uh, because support is so important. And I know in the low-carb and uh, keto communities, there's a lot of support on the social networks, and this is really important. But th- it's also important to have support within your family community and your friends community. And what advice do you have uh, for us regarding support? Yeah, especially when starting low carb, um, it's very important to develop a community and support system. Um, But during the holidays, it can be especially important. Um, Hopefully you have some social media groups, some family friends that are also doing low carb, or at least doing some kind of Um, diet to where they're trying to improve their health Um, these people you can call on in a situation you know for tips advice support if you need it Um, I know the holidays can be tough and and finding support in a pinch you know like um, Christmas day Thanksgiving day may be a little difficult but um but I would say try to have those in place if you can so maybe seek I think one of the things I like to do is maybe seek out other family or friends they'll be at the same place you're going to be at and maybe hang out with them and that way you can lean on each other for support um, if somebody's struggling um, have somebody in your support system on standby you know want and let them know that hey i'm going to be in a situation i'm going to be at thanksgiving or christmas dinner um, can i count on you for support just kind of ask them if they can be there to answer your text or call if you need them. And the last tip I really have on that is have an exit strategy plan. Um, maybe have an excuse ready to leave a situation just in case things are getting a little toxic and or it's a little more than you think you're going to take. Yes, that's a great idea, the exit strategy. Um, because if you're uncomfortable in a situation, it, it's always good to have that strategy. And then especially this year with the holidays looking different for a lot of families and some people actually spending the holiday alone mm-hmm. uh, because of, of the pandemic, um, because there are vulnerable family members uh, that you want to keep safe. 
that support is so crucial. Is Do you guys have a support group that if uh, people are looking for support through Dr. Tro's practice um, that you can let us know about? Yeah, he has his um, Dr. True support group on Facebook. And we also have a, a monthly group coaching, but like to contact somebody, probably in a pinch like that, it'd probably be best to use the um, the Facebook group. Okay, and that's Dr. Tro, T-R-O? Yes. We're spelling that right? Okay, so yep. that's Dr. Tro, T-R-O, and it's called Dr. Tro's Facebook group, or does he have a name for it? I think it's Dr. Tro's Medical Weight Loss Group. Okay. I can't remember the exact name, so I'll have to. i give you a link to it. Okay, so we'll put the link in the show notes uh, okay. for everybody that um, are looking for Dr. Tro's support group. And then the next thing is impulse control. So this is a struggle for a lot of people, um, is to control our impulses when it comes right. to food. So how, how can we strategize regarding that? Yeah, so like I'd mentioned in the blog post, um, most impulse control is really tightly tied to preparation and community support. Um, but in, impulse control is basically doing the best you can at that moment. So we already know the situations we're facing and going to be, and it's going to be tough. And the deck is kind of already stacked against us if we're walking into a situation unprepared. So I can't stress it enough to have a way out during the holidays. And what I mean is you really need to have a low carb option for foods that you can't restrict. And we like to use the saying in the office, um, binge low carb and fight another day and eat all the, the low carb options you need to get you through that situation. Um, of course, and we always say this is by all means not a weight loss strategy, but it's better. It's a better option than relying on willpower because when what willpower fails and you don't have an out, you're going to make bad choices. And unfortunately, during the during this time of the year, with all the other factors we had talked about, with the the stress, sleep, peer pressure, and everything else, this can easily spiral out of control. Um, I've seen many times just a a Halloween, Thanksgiving, or Christmas slip up turn into a spiral that that lasts multiple months. Especially if you, I've seen like Halloween really roll because like the slip happens on Halloween and they go, well, I might as well just keep on going because Thanksgiving's in three weeks and then. Thanksgiving comes and they they just go ahead and enjoy Thanksgiving. They think, well, Christmas is just around the corner. I might as well wait till then. And then Christmas comes and they're waiting till New Year's. So like I said, this these slips can easily spiral into a two to three month slide or longer. And that is plenty enough time to undo a lot of success that you've probably made during the previous months. Yes, that's so true. And it's so common. And in People that struggle with the food and, and sugar addiction and carb addiction, sometimes it's the willpower is just not there. They they can't right. 
abstain. So I think that that's really great advice that if you are going to eat and you are unable to control that impulse, that the low carb option or uh, a keto option, if, if you need to eat that food, it's better to kind of overeat that than to be overeating the processed sugar and, and seed oils and, and stuff. So at least you can have some semblance of normalcy to, to the lifestyle that you have created um, by going to the low-carb options. I think that's really great advice and practical for a lot of people uh, to be able to do. I think it, I think it gives people a little more um, food freedom, so to say, um, right. when they're really, really struggling. Um, because I know just in speaking to my family members, because my family went low-carb this year, and um, there's a lot of uh, withdrawals from food, and it, it was a greater struggle than I anticipated my family would go through um, and my friends. But it, it's something that we've talked a lot about this year. What, what do I do? I'm so stressed out. I can't control myself. I, I need to eat. And we came up with kind of that ditch and switch. Um, so, okay, what are you craving? It, what's mm -hmm. the low-carb low option? Let's find a recipe. Um, let's find the cleanest recipe we can find that tastes good, that's going to satisfy that um, as you gradually unprocess from these foods and find ways to strategize to deal, deal with the stress. So I, I really appreciate um, that advice because the reality is, is most people have trouble abs abstaining. Yeah, this is a tough time to be actually just getting started, but um, I – Definitely, if you're just starting, definitely, like you said, got to have the ditch and switch. Yes, for sure. And then that brings us to uh, tenacity. What do you have for us on that? Yeah, this is also a very important defense. Um, so tenacity is basically, it's what we do when we blow through all of our defenses and fail. Um, even though... We do our best. Um, things happen for some reason or another, and we blow through all of our defenses. We have a slip up. It happens to everybody. Um, I don't know one person that has it. So the most important thing we can do when we've blown through all of our defenses when this happens is to get back on track immediately. Um, we need to be kind to ourselves and know that these things happen, and you just got to move past it as quick as possible. We didn't get to this point because of one meal, so one meal is not going to do undo all of our success. So getting back on track ASAP is very important. Um, the second thing we need to do is learn from that mistake. We, we like to tell people, write down the time, the place, the situation, and the foods that you went for, and then figure out why it happened. Then you take all that information and you find out which defenses you need to strengthen to keep it from happening again. So my biggest tip is, though, the worst thing to do is get in that all-or-nothing mindset and continue staying off track because you feel you might as well keep going the rest of the day, um, weekend or week or month, just because you had that one bad choice. Yes, and a lot of people beat themselves up and have that negative self-talk within right. themselves, like, oh, I, I messed up. And one of the strategies I love, 
and I tell my family and friends this all the time is every moment's a chance to choose again. Mm-hmm. So if you mess up in the moment, you know, you messed up, um, take, take that moment, whatever you have to do to beat yourself up. But the next moment is a chance to choose again that you're going to do better. So, um, if you have that bad meal, make the next meal count. If you don't work out in the morning, go for a walk in the afternoon. Um, make that next moment count. Um, don't stay stuck in that moment where where you messed up because everybody does. Everybody slips up, especially when you're new to the lifestyle. And even if you've been in the lifestyle for a while, there'll be that one trigger uh, that you'll eat that one food and then all of a sudden you're, you'll spiral. Um, so it's, it's important what you said to get back on track and, uh, to stop that spiral. And that's where all those defenses come in. It brings us back to awareness and and preparation, advocating for ourselves. Uh, that community support is so, so important. And then recognizing our, our triggers and, you know, being able to manage our impulse control, uh, for that and then getting right back on track as, as soon as possible. Yeah, it's exactly, exactly. So what are some of your um, parting words of wisdom that you've learned over your own journey um, from personal experience, some advice that you would give um, for everybody in working with these defenses uh, for the next few months? Yeah, um, so first I would say, to the people that's going to hear this and take a look at this blog post and this um, graphic is, I like to tell people as a tip, look at those defenses and at first glance, see which ones that you're strong in and which ones you're weak in and try to strengthen those weak ones first. Doesn't mean not focus on the other ones too, but, um, you know, if you can see where you're weak at and put those defenses in place, you know, it may make things a little easier. Um, so as just some basic through my through my years, some advice I would give is um, just know that it's normal to fail sometimes. Um, it happens. I know, again, I don't know one person that hasn't had a slip up. Um, and I said the best thing to do, like we had talked about before, is live in that moment, fail forward, get it out of your system, get back on track as quick as possible. And one of the things I like to do is if I do have a slip up and the next day I like to keep things simple. I would keep things simple for a couple weeks, um, which means I kind of wouldn't go back to the the keto treats and stuff like that right off the bat, I would just try to eat real food, prioritize the protein and fat and stay on that. Eat as much as that as it takes to get you through. And the most important thing is um, no matter what happens, just stick with it. Stick with the plan. Don't give up. Um, We all go through patches where things ain't going right. And if you stick to the plan, Things will get moving again. Things will get better. You will get to your goals if you can just stick with it. Don't give up. Yes, and that's great advice. And again, there's that 
supportive community. Dr. Tro has a group on Facebook, which we'll link for everybody here. And we're going to link uh, Brian's amazing blog in the show notes uh, for you to read as well. And Brian, where can people uh, find you? I'm, ma- I'm also in the, um, the Facebook group, but I'm most, mainly active on Twitter. And it's just main. It's at Brian Wiley CHC. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for coming on tonight, Brian. I really appreciate it. And I know our listeners are going to get great value from um, these defenses to get through the holidays. So everybody, take care. Have a wonderful evening and um, happy holidays. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Mind Body Breakthroughs podcast. We are now available on iHeart Podcast and all of your favorite podcast listening platforms. As always, hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. We love hearing from you. If you're interested in being a guest on our podcast, send us an email. Link in the show notes.